Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 536. And today we continue looking into Jinky number 22, and we're going to be looking into the Bardo states or Bardo states. I'm not sure exactly how it's said. But this is the states after and during death, you know, where people have, um, uh, um, what's it called, um, near-death experience. They, they actually die and then they come back. Where the, and who and what went where and did what? And then there's also the death and where does, does we go? The author of the Jinkies called this states, but um, it's just like what Jesus um, mentioned is um, in the house of my father, there are many mansions. And when he's talking about this, the planes of existence, just as we were talking about the bodies, everybody exists in a, in a, in a, in a world, in a universe, in a, in a plane, right? That's relative to the frequency vibration to that body. And so um, people, when they die, depending on how much uh, attachment and how much how unconscious they are and how lower their natural state of frequency is uh, either they get stuck on the astral plane which is the infrared or they proceed to go to the light what they call the light and that begins on the uh, on the third plane but there are other heavens it's not just one heaven that's kind of like the overall welcome heaven uh but then there, there's a fourth, fifth heaven, sixth heaven, right? According to each one of the bodies, and they get better and better, more, more high frequency as it goes up, right? But the main problem happens when we don't die properly, and that is uh, what, 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 what that, what I mean by that is um, there is an, an intense emotional attachment that's very linked with the body. Like there is an attachment to this physical plane, an emotional attachment, a drug addiction or, or really uh, deep suffering or deep uh, control power issues. Like real uh, uh, grounding in a bad way, <laughs> not grounding in a good way, grounding attitudes that have, uh, that have become emotional addictions. And this is the problem because... When we have no body, we're not creating the chemicals that 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 the body the body is not creating the chemicals the physical body that feed that that generate those emotions in these states. It's just pure emotion, without uh, without. Uh, it's like it's like taking a, an, an LSD trip that never ends, and 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 it's it's not a trip. It's it's a, it's a it's a nightmare. It's like you are on a on a on a, on a bad trip, like one of those awful ones. Or, 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 you know, it's, it's like, and it depends on how much, uh, um, how much addict, how addicted is, is you are, or people that die that, uh, they are addicted to the specific emotions. And so these are the people that what they called, uh, uh, there's different layers and explanations of what ghosts are, but these are really literal just souls, entities that uh, become addicted 
to the um, emotions. Uh, uh, they are already addicted to the emotions, but they can't generate their own emotions. They have to, uh, they have to um, uh, um, get them from somewhere. And there's so much. This is why kind of what bars and, and places where there's like kind of like a lot of unconsciousness, sometimes vibrationally feel something's weird there. Because there's a lot of when people uh, get, um, um, you know, get, they do drugs or they they get high or they get really drunk, they lose their, their consciousness, their, their presence. And in that moment, they can, you know, sometimes, you know, you see like weird stuff happening and they, they fights arise or, or drama shows up. This is why it was very important that that we don't allow ourselves to fall into these uh, demands of, of emotional uh, outbursts, because this is literally food for the entities that are existing in this in this lower astral, the lower infrared state, the the, the plane of existence, and this is what the, in the in the Bible would be called purgatory. And uh, but there's no such thing as hell, as it's been you know uh, marketed throughout history, because that that is like. Um, it goes counter to the promise of God. There are very painful states that are just a continuation of whatever painful experience was happening on earth. And then that person, that soul wasn't able to process that. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, wasn't able to process that. And, and so it, it continued after life. And, uh, and so, um, yeah, people get stuck in that in those states, and and they a lot of a lot of them can't go, can't move forward because they're they're they need to let go of that attachment to physicality in order for the soul to move upward, and and go to a, a place of of relief, right? Because God is going to relieve that all of that experience that we had here that was so intense that it's it's it was so intense that it goes with you after there's no body anymore, so. Because ultimately, all of these emotional states are the consequence of our fear of death. But if you're already dead, then you don't need that. You're like, it's just pure fear. And so um, there's really nothing to be afraid of because you're already dead. You know, so um, so it's, 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 that is the power of our attention. How powerful is our attention? And like I, I always said, you know, the attention is literally plugging yourself to God. And God is going to give you whatever you choose. And the choosing process is on what are you putting, on what are you focusing your attention? And it could be anything. God is not going to tell you, oh, don't focus on that because that's, you know, limited or negative or evil. God's saying, okay, you want that experience? Because the moment you put your attention there, you're going to have that experience. So if your attention is really um really um, very um, profoundly connected to drama and suffering. It, these are very powerful emotions. And so, uh, so powerful that, that, that if not done properly, they go with you after death. Before, back in the day, back in the day, <laughs> right? You know, people, you, the, the tribes used to have shamans that were able to travel to the spirit world and, and help that still happens somewhere, but it's like that's old school medicine, like good spiritual medicine. 
helping people transition properly through the astral world into the uh, um, into the first heaven would, would be the um, the the, um, the the normal you know basic general heaven general heaven number one right um, and then obviously if you if your consciousness is higher than that then you're gonna go to higher heavens and 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 you know we were talking about Buddha existing on the fifth heaven right the the the, the buddhic the buddhic buddy the buddhic buddy shake <laughs> that buddhic buddy <laughs> The buddhic buddy. <laughs> the buddhic buddy. So that was, that was where Buddha, I got to have this image of like, you have that Buddha that is kind of like the fat Buddha. And it's like shaking the buddhic buddy. The buddhic buddy. <laughs> but it's a golden, translucent booty. <laughs> booty. <laughs> anyway, this is, this is not very professional of me. <laughs> but here's the thing. You see laughter and joy. That um, is, 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 it, I think is the most important discipline that we can have in this reality because it raises your frequency, right? Automatically, it takes you away from, and if we can develop an ability to laugh at, at you know, just laugh just because um, it's like, it's like a, a mosquito repellent for, for low frequency vibrations, right? This low frequency repellent spray. Um, your frequency doesn't, you don't allow your, your consciousness, your attention to, to dwell too much on, on, the, on the suffering, right? On the, on the shadow. And um, I'm not saying, because this whole jinky is about honor, honoring your, 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 the process, whatever you're going through. I'm not saying dishonor the process. I'm just saying there are ways to, uh, even though, even inside of the dark night of the soul, to... Um, to hug yourself, hug yourself through the experience, and 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 I'm not saying it's gonna work all the time, but you know you get better and better, and 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 this is like um, we're gonna have this amazing uh, guest on Saturday. Uh, his name is Frank Lobsiger, and uh, he's gonna be talking about the art of self-love, and uh, he spent his whole life. He actually went through the experience of, and and, and I, I totally connect with him because I had a very similar experience. The power of your belief is literally you lock your attention on a belief. And, and since there are some nasty beliefs out there, and, and, and you know, one of those is the, is the belief of hell, right? You believe in, in something or sin or, or if you believe in something, you will create it. So if you believe that you deserve hell when you die because whatever reason, because of guilt, because of shame... The power of attention is so powerful that you will create an, an, an astral hell. And it could be awful, right? And in, in this reality, is, 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 is we're, we're attracting more of that frequency. And this is what keeps us stuck. It's incredibly powerful how, how our attention dictates everything in our life. And when we learn that we do have indeed the choice, we've been given free will. To move their attention, put it somewhere else, and 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 it's hard because it's like the Rottweiler's bite, right? It's like the dog. That, you know, know if you know about it, but they when the, when these dogs bite, the jaws lock, and they are not gonna lose. You know, you're gonna lose your arm or whatever, a chunk of meat, because uh, they're designed for that. It's, there's some the muscles expand. So I'm not sure exactly what happens. There's some blood. Vessels expand and, and they can't, un literally can't unlock. 
And this is what happens when we get really riled up with anger and, and, and sorrow and basically the, the reactive and repressive natures of the shadow, the expression of this. Now, I'm not saying that if we go through your life, we don't honor these experiences. What I'm saying is that the body has the tendency to become addicted to the chemicals released out of this expression. That's what some people have, like sometimes addiction to getting angry or they're deeply sad. We, uh, you reach a place where the body now, is, uh, it becomes addicted of the chemical. You have your own chemical process factor inside. And you, you don't even need to go by, find a dealer. You just do it, give yourself a rile up and then it, you create it directly from the glands. <laughs> and then you die and, and this stuff continues, but now you don't have a body. So you got to get that hit from somewhere. And this is the whole point of like demons and, 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 and lower frequency entities and all the stupidity that people do here, like satanic rituals and all that bullshit. What they're really doing is just, you know, they're being bamboozled by, you know, intelligent. Because remember, we're all the children of God. But these entities are stuck in a level that at that point they've degenerated so much that they just, they don't get high unless they're, they're sucking torture and murder and, and stuff like this stuff is happening. Like, you know, it's, it's. And it's not new. This stuff is old as the mountains. You know, you look at the Mayans or the Aztecs in South America, and they had these human sacrifices to the gods. What kind of fucking gods were that? You know, it makes you makes you contemplate what 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 are these gods, right? Uh, and, and it's like this. These are um, there is so much when we're talking about the Bardo states. We're really talking about the astral, lower astral infrared, and uh, um, and then obviously all the different levels of heaven, right? The, the, the many houses of Christ. But uh, but there's so much to that. Like I said, we are just kind of giving an overview of this stuff. And if you want to learn more, there's great information out there, um, you know. But uh, but only so that we can understand how and what's the purpose of the 20-second jinky. We got to, like, stay on track. Otherwise, we get lost in, you know, all these rabbit holes. So let's get to it, right? Before that, also, although um, if you're new to the podcast, you want to go to jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the very bottom, there's a few links. One of them says jinkies. Click on that one and listen to the episode on that page. That's called episode 256. And that explained what is it that we're doing here. We're learning how to read this map called the Hologenetic Profile. There are very examples on that on that page. And the entire page is, explains how to read this map. And what we're doing is we're we're diving into the unconscious to reclaim the um, splintered parts of our, of our of our attention that have become um, leaks of energy. And these leaks of energy uh, make us incapable of being present because love and God is here. God is here. You know, when you hear, you know, love is here. God, Christ is here. It literally means here, here, your attention in the, you know, you've seen that image of the, or that picture of the man walking in the, in the it's like an illustration. The man's walking in the park with a dog next to him. And there's like this uh, thought bubbles, right? One of them, the man is like, there's like the, there's a house and then there's a woman and a baby and a business and a bunch of things and, and, and a bunch of pictures, you know. And then you see the bubble of the dog, and there's just the park. The dog is present, 
right? And, and we, because we're being run by the, by the mind, we're not here. But we're not here because parts of our attentions are splintered. And so this is our job. That's what we're doing. Learning how to love ourselves completely, not conquer these negative parts of us to become a better person. That's, you know, marketing bullshit of the new age. You know, I I dish it equally, you know, for everywhere. And here you get it. Right. That's bullshit. Why? Because it means that you're not good enough. Right. You're going to be in the fucking hamster wheel of trying to be better for here until the cows come home, until you die. And then you come back and you go up there and say, oh, fuck, I spent 50 years of my life trying to be better. No, no, bad, (laughs) bad, bad. bad. (laughs) It's not bad, but, you know, so what you what what it is, is is really just love, loving yourself and that love automatically love transforms everything. So that's what we're doing here and, and this map. And on that page, there's a, an index of the three main areas of this map, the, the activation sequence, the Venus sequence, and the Pearl sequence that help you heal everything in your life. And, uh, and there's videos and there's more information, charts and stuff. And there's a link that says click here to get your free personalized hologenetic profile towards the uh, top of the page, you know, after the podcast and um, the podcast uh, player. And, uh, and you can click on that and that'll take you to uh, the Gene Keys website. And then you can download your map and start learning how to read this thing. It's an incredible, incredible, amazing uh, tool that has no dogma and it's not rigid. It literally is, is, a, is a, a series of hints that help you imagine yourself. And, 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 and this is where true uh, uh, self-creation comes down to. Ultimately... This is a, a very advanced system for people that are ready to let go of the responsibility of, of the master, or the guru, or the teacher to guide you and tell you what to do. And they're ready to, to create their own, their, who they are. Who are you? No one can tell you who you are. You have to create yourself. You have to figure it out. And I'm talking about you, not the mind. We talk about the difference about this all the time on, on the podcast. So just, you know, stay tuned. There's there's tons of episodes there. You come back to Jorn.tv and on the search, just put whatever term you find on that map. And we have episodes that talk about that. Tons of episodes. So, you know, it's not like you're going to lack information. It's all here. And so uh, also, if you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, you click want to click on the About tab. And, and listen to episode one. And that explains our goal with this podcast and this vision, which is really just a vision of, um, of love. It's, it's a vision, vision of love. Learning, how, remembering how to love ourselves. And uh, the way, the process to do that is, is by honoring our darkness. Bringing our parts of ourselves that are just, you know, wounded, fearful child inside of us that didn't go to get to grow up, mature. You know, became sovereign, right? They are frightened, and 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 as we do that, we become um, uh, strong enough to handle the shadow of the world. And so we're also looking at the shadow of the world stage. What happens when all of these shadows of eight billion people converge to create a world? And we have an insane amount of nastiness out there. And in order for us to, because we're in the middle of a transition to another state of consciousness, in order for us to evolve, uh, we need to pass this test. And the test is to be able to differentiate the truth from lies. 
And you can only do that when you have a connection to yourself. You know who you are. Your intuition is activated. You're sourcing your energy from God. You are That is love. Love is the energy of God. And so you don't need to go out and take. And what happens automatically, you become a giver. And uh, But uh, that it takes a lot of energy and courage and, and, and love to be able to handle the truth of what's really going on in the world right now. So uh, we address all of that there. We have a resources section on that on that page that explains what's been going on in the last three years and how we are, where we are, and what's going, what's really going on, right? And uh, you need to do your own research. You can't believe what you're told, even us. If, if you see that and you say, okay, I don't believe it, do your research and find out for yourself. Don't just go, oh, my intuition is saying me that this is bullshit. Really? Who's talking? Is it you or your mental mind or your fear or your comfort zone? Do your research. Find out. Follow the money. Where did the receipts go to an end in which foundation that, that, you know, that support, which kind of um, uh, um, uh, buying of Congress, of which government, of which, in, in, you know, industry. It's all connected. And you're going to start seeing that, that all of the questions that we had throughout history. Why are we poor? Why are there like... You know, children that are suffering, it's all by design. This is the consequence of the the effects of the shadow of the world being uh, uh, hidden in, in the closet, right? So this is our work, what we're doing here in that page also, in the About page. There's a link that le leads to the pioneers of the Great Awakening. This is a sub-podcast um, within our podcast. These ones are also video and audio. And uh, if you click on that, I'll take you to that category, and we put a new episode every Saturday, where we where we find we have guests that these are people of all walks of life that have awakened to their truth and to the truth of the world and the lie of the world, and now they're stepping up into the world and bringing that gift, whatever they have found in their life of value, right? Because we're all having a journey, right? And, and and you 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 are able to transmute some energy, some. Sadness, some some drama, some misunderstanding of life. And now you know. Because it's not philosophy. You fucking know. And that is the greatest gift that we can bring to the world. Our experience and our love. And so we have people there that are working. There's tons of people working. And, and we're doing good. Life is challenging in many levels. But there's also I mean, a wonderful amount, a vast amount of people that are waking up. And are giving their gift and their love to the world. So let's dive into today's episode The Bardot. Bardot states, right? What the um, author of the Gene Keys, his name is Richard Rudd. Beautiful man, um, uh, a writer and a philosopher from uh, Britain. He wrote this book, The Gene Keys. We're reading the book. And I'm giving you my contemplation as I'm reading by the book. This is how I contemplate. The most important thing is that you contemplate. You input the data on the brain, but it's only data. It's information. This stuff isn't truth. It's philosophy. It's words. It doesn't mean anything. This is what I'm telling you about. These are hints. But the true experience comes when you contemplate and you establish that relationship, daily relationship with God. When you're washing the dishes, when you're driving your car, when you're waiting for something. When you are cleaning the house, right? And every every moment that you spend uh, contemplating high frequency information, you're training the mind to sit like a dog, 
like the dog that it is, you know, in a good way, <laughs> instead of the dog sitting on you, you know, because that's what the mind does, you know, it's like always telling you, you're not good enough, you're a piece of shit, oh, they're, they're thinking that about you, you gotta be this, you gotta be better, because you're not good enough, right, so in, instead of that, we're, we're, this is lifting spiritual weights, and it's, it, it, yeah, it's, it's exactly like going to the gym, but you can do it every moment of your life, Instead of just, you know, picking up the phone and start watching YouTube videos. I'm not saying that cat videos are not fun. You know, every now and then it's fun. But if you can have that relationship with God, you will begin to see and experience the love of creation. Because your attention is on this high frequency stuff, right? So it, be, it starts to become a habit. You can only change a habit with another habit. So this is the real work. So I'm not a teacher of anything. No one can teach you this stuff. If somebody says, oh, I'm going to teach you this stuff, run for the mountains. You know, <laughs> it's like this is the real teaching is life. It's God. You can have personal spiritual experience and you can ask God and say, God, send me the physical experience and you will have the physical experience. When the knowledge is become, when this information, this data that we're having here becomes embodied, visceral, when you have a visceral experience, that is true knowledge. And that's what we're, act, we're after here. That's the real spiritual journey, right? Anchoring all of this stuff in this reality. So the Bardo states are states of awareness uh, that occur during and after the process of death. At the point of death, the various bodies separate. We've been talking about all these bodies in the past episodes. And your physical body returns to the to the earth, becomes from from dust come, and from dust into dust you will become. Some from dust cometh. I don't know. So there's like, in, from dust death dust cometh, and unto dust you shall return. <laughs> that's kind of sad, but that's where the body goes. But it's not it's not you. You're not you're not turning into dust. The body does. This is physical, and it no longer has a soul. And that is the main thing about the mind. The mind thinks that it's the body-mind consciousness thinks that it's running the show, but without the soul, it dies. And it weighs 21 ounces, 21 grams, 21 grams, 13 ounces. The soul, the weight of the soul sitting next to the heart, right? There's a space there. And it's, the, it's every time somebody dies, they lose 21 grams, right? And so the earth, the body goes back to the earth, but the astral and mental bodies, which contains all the feeling, all the emotions and thoughts from your current life, begin an alchemical process of separation and refinement. The higher frequency patterns are drawn up into the causal body, because even if you get stuck in the purgatory, the lower infrared, you still have your, your, your higher bodies existing in the higher... Heavens, it's not like God just suddenly abandoned you in hell. It's that you are, your free will extends beyond death. It's like, oh God, I am going to suffer. And God says, okay, if that's what you want, you're already dead. You want to still suffer? But there's the part of you that's still connected to God, existing in all those states. But your consciousness is fixed because we're fucking stubborn. It's fixed. In the suffering, and so you get stuck in the, in the astral, right? Lower infrared. So because you no longer have a physical body, right? 
uh, emotions in the bardal states after death are experienced more intensely than anything we have experienced before. Emotions and thoughts actually assume a life on their own. This is when, you know, you start really seeing the power of thought. It, it, it consciousness becomes, you know, forms and shapes and stuff, and they do exist, and we can start seeing them. This is where, what great minds really ultimately do. They can see thought becoming things in their mind. But when we're talking about nasty stuff, they, this is where demons are born. These are the consequence of this focus, right? This attention. And so... um. So they assume a life of, of, of their own appearing as entities, angelic or demonic. Angelic, not on the lower infrared. Angelic are the thought forms of high frequency um, consciousness. And this space, these are demonic. So whose frequencies cause intense agony and terror. Uh, and then in high frequency, this is where you are on the higher uh, heavens, right? Then you can create anything you want, you know, heavenly emanations of love and so you live in a, in a world in and in a plane of existence where everything is instantaneous and you create the most majestic stuff because it's not that you're creating is that when you focus your attention there's not the whole process of downloading that light until it coagulates into matter and it has to land and it has to come through you through all of the experiences and the routes that things move in the world which are slow there is instantaneous or, or near instantaneous, because instantaneous will be all the way to the seventh heaven, right? But there is right away. You want a, a beautiful sunset? Boom, there it is. You want to be in a beautiful lake and, and, and see the, the all the colors reflecting the water? Boom, there you are. You want to hear the most amazing music? Boom, there you are. And it depends on which heaven you are, the refinement and the most richness of the expression, because they be... It, I've heard things and I've read things and I've had a few experience of that stuff. And it's, I tell you, it's, it's a whole, it's like, it's, there are colors and sounds. We have absolutely no idea. There's, there's so much we can't possibly imagine in this reality. It's, it's, it's a whole other, it's a whole other experience, right? So uh, emotions, right? They, they, they you, you find all of this uh, uh, because of that. And so this process in the Bardo state uh, which the subtle aspects of your being meet the consequences of your actions. This is what's called like the judgment day, right? Uh, that's kind of like hidden, uh, written in the Bible and in old traditions. You know, you're going to get judged by God. It's not really that. It's more like God will show you your life. You will see your life because it's collapsing. The whole experience, all of, the, all of your deeds and thoughts and intent and emotion is collapsing upwards. Bringing all that information with you is like, you know, okay, well, what? Hello, my son. Hello, my daughter, whatever, you know. You come back from school, right? Took, took you 100 years, but, you know, it's the same thing. How was your day? How was your life? And then everything just comes up, right? So um, so you're met by all of this, and it took shape, takes shape. It's like the ultimate, you know, holographic experience, and, uh, and you will get to feel and experience this whole review of your life, right? And feel it like you were there. And in this place, there's no time. So it's not like you're going to be like sitting there for two hours until the movie ends. You know, it's, it's, it's going to, it's, it's an experience outside of time. The more intense, the more profound the experience, the more you're going to feel it. And at, as a disembodied entity, you don't, you, you feel it. 
you know, so much more. And not only do you feel your own experience, but you also feel what you cost others. You feel your karma, your unfinished karma. And this is where people truly realize, fuck, I was an asshole. Or I, I, I really treated people like shit, you know. And then you get to experience the consequences of your fear. Because we treat people bad because we're afraid of them. And so, and so, but all of that bounces back. And now you got to process all of that stuff in order for the lower bodies to kind of like dissolve. And then all of that knowledge, because it's experience, really goes up into the soul, into the causal body, the blue body. And now you can go uh, wherever your frequency matches you, which heaven do you belong to, right? And so... um. So every aspect of your shadow consciousness is purged and cleaned. Human intuition recalls enough of this process to integrate it into our various culture and religious belief. This stuff, it's everywhere, on every religion, on every spiritual tradition. The fact that you see modern world, mainstream, you know, atheists, consciousness saying that all of this is imagination. It's bullshit. This is my control. This stuff... Is real and it's been documented throughout history all over the world in every tradition. You know, what's it called? Uh, um, everybody has a different name for it. You know, what is heaven? What is hell? What is all of these states, right? It does exist and it, it's all written everywhere, right? But it's, it's the, how people understood what it was and, and the experiences that they had, which is could be completely different. They wrote a different thing in a different place. And so it's not, you cannot really just set in stone your life based upon, you know, the description of this from another. You have to study them all. And you then you start kind of like correlating the, the, um, the similarities. And you're going to kind of start seeing a pattern. And then you can kind of, dip, you know, take out all the external kind of like noise. Okay, this was just invention. They added this stuff. And, you know, oh, here's a, you know, controlling trip from politicians that was added into religion. And you start cleaning up. You're like an archaeologist of of, of data, right? And you, you're kind of brushing up the bones of all this information until you get a clearer idea of what's going on. And this is what we're doing here, you know, so that you can have your own personal experience of this when you ask that from God. I'm not saying, okay, go die. I'm saying you can travel to these other planes of existence uh, uh, without dying. And this is what the great masters do, right? So, so human intuition recalls enough of this process, right? And we see it on, on all this all throughout the world. But most human think thinking makes a fundamental error here between the concepts of retribution and redemption. And this is the, the stuff that I'm talking about, the hell and the redemption and hell and heaven and hell. You know, you behave good, you're going to heaven. You are an asshole, you're going to hell, right? This is mind control, old school mind control. So at the shadow consciousness, humans do not see the true operation of grace through Christ's teaching of forgiveness. It's there. The infinite love of God is the grace that sustains the universe. This is, this is our gift of free will. That is the grace of God. So we indeed atone for our sins in the afterlife because we get to feel everything. And it's, if, if it was nasty, you get to feel the nasty. But only in... 
order that we can be given a clean slate, we have to, we have to clean the astral and mental bodies because we're carrying a lot of shit with us. And that stuff can't go in because it it's not frequency matching to the higher frequency. We can't bring our, our, our dirty laundry into heaven. So that stuff needs to sift through and turn into information. You know, it turned into knowledge. At that point, it is knowledge. Right? It's not information anymore. And then the, the shit dissolves back into the back into the universe, right? And so, um, but but is is this understanding of the infinite love of God that that Jesus Christ taught you know to all of us? So, um, so in order that we can have a clean slate be, before our fourth body, the blue body, the castle, but the soul, the soul returns again for another round. We need to start fresh. We can come here with all that weight because there is no defined sense of linear time in the Bardot states. It can't seem that our hell of experience of all the nasty we experience, it's eternal. Or if we had a really amazing and, and we have so much love to, to recall, that heaven is eternal, right? So that's the eternal heaven or eternal damnation because there's no time. Right, so it could take whatever it takes, and it could be just a moment, and then you're back in like 20 minutes in another body. But where when you were there, I'm not saying it happens like that. It's just an example. It took you know 5,000 years, you know, of heaven, and you oh wow, or you were burning down in, in your own drama for a long time. So the 22nd jinky allows the the soul to become brighter and clearer from incarnation to incarnation which is the grace of god is clearing the 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 heaviness of the human experience every time we die and 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 so it's it's um refining the body so that it can go up to the higher heavens right and ultimately collapse all the bodies in here. Uh, um, so, so it's clear, clearing it up from incarnation to incarnation as we learn from our own suffering, both in form and out of the body. In when we're in the death state, we're learning from the experience. That is the review of life. So at the shadow frequency, this process teaches you, teaches us to accept our slice of group karma because it's not group it's us we're learning as a whole we are the light of god manifested in the body and it offers us the opportunity to transmute us to transmute this suffering this this shadow right this is what the christ consciousness really is it exists inside every single human being we are forgiven over and over again and the deeper we accept the grace of God, the more powerful the impulse for forgiving and loving it becomes when we when we come back to the form, because we are we are being imbued by the great, infinite grace of God, and we're being refined and refined. So that's how we come back, and and, and we were talking about that yesterday. How it is that you have had to have the full full circle of experience, being the victim, being the tyrant, being the, the slave, being the slaver, you know, the abuser and the abused. And then when you finish that cycle, every time that we have that incarnation, we are clearing more of that muck, right? 
And when we come back, we come with a renewed state of grace when we have had the grace of God bless us with more life and a clear slate. And that's how we gradually begin to ask the question, you know, and begin to experience the love of God. Because now we're not interested in all that nasty stuff. You not, you have a natural inner call for love, for loving, for connecting, for gratitude, for giving, right? And so, um, so we are forgiven over and over again, right? The most powerful impulse for loving becomes when we are in the physical body, when we're accepting this grace, right? And we're bringing that grace into the world with us. It's, it's coming with us, right? So eventually our causal body, the, the, the soul, becomes so resplendent that higher consciousness reaches down through the lower bodies, the mental, astral, and physical bodies, and begins to impact them and change them. Our thoughts turn more to God. Our emotions and desires become sacrificed for a higher cause. And eventually even our physical body becomes radiant as the various slates layered, the various slates of consciousness of the bodies become transparent. This is what we keep talking. This is ascension. It's love. It's the grace of God, the realization that the love of God is infinite and it permeates everything. And the more your attention turns to God, to love, the more the, the, the lower frequency karma gets uh, uh, dissolves, right? And we're, we're calling our power back, our, our energy, and we're receiving that, we're transmuting that. We're not only transmuting our pain, but we're transmuting the pain of the world. We've become living, walking filters. And this is what Christ consciousness awakening in mass means at a global level right now. People turning to God and, and, and living that grace in their lives. And I'm not saying this is easy, but it's magnificent. The experience becomes better and better. The love grows higher and higher the more you allow your true authentic self to give what you have to give. So we've reached the end of the episode today. And tomorrow we're going to be talking about instant karma, which is, you know, that term of like, okay, that was some instant karma right there. Where that came from? Now you have a black eye. <laughs> we're going to be talking about that tomorrow. And uh, um, we're almost at the end of, of, kind of talking about the shadow of Jinky 22nd which I kind of took out of the title because otherwise these titles would have been so long and, and, and they wouldn't fit on the forwarding posts on, on social media, right? But this, we're, lo we're looking into the explanation of the, the, the suffering, the dishonor of the Jinky 22, right? And we're going to be looking into instant karma tomorrow. But, uh, but we've reached the end of the episode today. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. And you can find us on every podcast app out there. And uh, uh, if you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv at the very bottom. We got a news tab. And you can find our social media there. We have a Telegram news uh, uh, channel. And we have a chat room on Telegram. We have a Truth Social account. We have a Rumble account where you can find all the videos of the, um, of the Pioneers of the Great Awakening series. And we have... Uh, um, 
We have a clubhouse, but we're not really rolling into it. I need to sit down and find, you know, learn how to use it. Because it's like every time you get into one of these new things, it's like, okay, you know, a whole day of learning how to do this thing properly. And and, and I have a lot of stuff going on right now. But eventually that's going to be a sort of, a, you know, gathering of talking about the jinkies. We'll get... We'll get into that at some point, but it's there. And uh, and also, if you are going through your dark night of the soul, it does not have to last for years or decades. You can go through this process of allow the pain to come back through your emotional body and return back. That is your power. That is your attention. And it can be done in just a few months. We have a coaching program where we help people go through, that are going through their dark night of the soul to accept the grace of God and 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 move fast not faster is not the right word but smoother through the transition it doesn't have to be so painful if if you if you if you learn how to kind of like breathe through it and and there's a very specific way of doing this right and it's like when you're having a very painful experience you know if you get more like you know ah it lasts longer and you might even hurt yourself but if you learn how to just relax and let it pass through you you know the pain's still there, but it's not it's not such a such a, a, a harrowing experience, right? So we have a whole program where we help people get through their dark night of the soul. If you're going through your dark night of the soul, click on that button at the very bottom of join.tv. That's there's a button, there's a, a link that says support at the bottom right corner. Click on that one so that you can learn more about this program where we're helping people with this. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.